Hello and welcome to the Marketing Meetup Podcast. My name is Joe Glover and this talk is a lightning talk. That means that our speaker aims to speak in seven minutes and convey an idea or a concept in a very quick, easy to understand and often funny way. Now this particular talk comes courtesy of Tom Bull from Integro uh, and he speaks all about how you're doing internationalization wrong. Now, internationalization, of course, is super important in the modern, modern digital marketing world. The world is becoming a smaller place, of course. So I think this is a really interesting talk and very topical for a lot of people sort of looking to expand overseas. If you'd like more from the Marketing Meetup, head to themarketingmeetup.com, come to one of the events in five locations, or listen to one of these podcasts. Um, there's loads now. They're great fun. Hopefully you learn a lot. And if you'd ever like to get in touch with me, just uh, hit me up at joe at themarketingmeetup.com. Really hope you enjoy it. I really enjoyed this talk. Tom is a cracking chap. And uh, yeah, just enjoy. See you soon. So, hi everyone. I am Tom and I have seven minutes, so let's do this. Right, that's Integro. It's my company. I made it. I made it well, 11 years ago now, primarily because I was working for a number of companies who were all trying to grow outside of the UK into Europe and all doing a pretty rubbish job of it. They all wasted money, wasted time, wasted their efforts, got poor results. They had the wrong staff, they had the wrong approach, and they had the wrong resources to try and grow outside of the UK. Having worked for three of them, they all made the same mistakes. I thought there has to be a better way. And after about 11 years, I like to think hopefully we've worked it out. So, the big message, bold statement, international launches usually go wrong or under-deliver. Here's what people do, as far as I see it. Start a business, and they go through this phase of getting really good at stuff. So this is our official getting good at stuff phase. They carry on and they get even better at cleverer stuff. So you learn in one language, you run your business, and you get to a point where you're really clever. You're clever enough to consider international opportunities or looking abroad to do the same things you do here. Then they do one or two things, which is slowly they mumble their way into international opportunities. They'll start dipping their toe into export, usually in a way that becomes an international department which is a bit under-resourced and a bit under-considered. Or they do what most people do. They get everything, their website, brochures, catalogs, white papers, marketing, uh, their, their email marketing together, give it all to some lucky translator, and they go, hey, Mr. Translator, translate all of this for me and give me back my Germany-ready business, please, and that'll be great. And it's a really silly thing doesn't work for loads and loads of different reasons, but the big two, you give them to someone really, really busy, who's got lots and lots of stuff to do all of a sudden, and they bring the wrong focus to it, and you get texts that don't perform. They're not wrong, but they don't necessarily perform. The other problem is that you're not starting at the start, so you're not doing things in the right order, you're translating a load of stuff you don't need, and you're wasting a whole lot of time, money, and effort. I will explain, I promise. <coughs> Here's how people start a business, on the whole, with something like one of these lovely things. They are an idea, and they're really, really simple. They're expressed in a few words. They tell you what you're going to do, who you're going to do it for, and how you're going to do it, or what's going to be slightly special. Nice and basic. Let's call that the USP. That lives at the heart of your business. Okay? Then you move on to something like this. So that's the one I've chosen to, to, to carry on with. Interesting story, but for bilingual children. It grows into a slightly longer bit of text. It might grow into some keywords. 
it, we're not getting over the top here, but there's a few key things that a business needs early days. And we call these key assets, okay? And the idea of those is that by doing this, at the beginning of your business, you create one of these, like a kick-ass brand. Really good overall brand experience. And that sits on top, I've just randomly picked one at random, <laughs> and that sits on top of your key assets and your USP, the real important stuff, and that's really, really important. It then grows over time into all this stuff. You get loads and loads of web copy and loads of web pages, loads of landing pages for your site, blog posts, and then just a load of other words. We all just, our businesses just produce content and words and it grows into loads and loads of stuff. So, I call this the outer layer of stuff. And it's not, it's not the integral method, it's not the heart of it, <coughs> it's just, it's, it's the rest around it. So, people get to this point, and they go, right, I want to make my business ready for Japan. Where do you think they tend to start? This shit. Yeah, absolutely. And that's totally wrong thing to do. It makes puppy sad. Okay? <laughs> so we don't want to do that. Start here, at the centre. And this is what we keep telling people to do, okay? So the whole point is to get inside the most valuable, most important stuff first. I'm not saying don't do the rest of the outer layer of stuff, but start here. What is the sexy proposition? What is the center? What is the, the bit that makes you so special that works here? How are you making money? What is it that's got you this success? Does that work abroad? How do we do that? Do it right, test it, make sure you're completely in love with it and that you own it and have it and you're ready to go. Yay, I'm being happy again. So the whole point is to not let people do what they want to do. If they want to do that for one of two reasons, either reason one, they don't know their USP. They don't know their central value and they don't know their core messages. And that's really bad. <laughs> they shouldn't really be trying to grow internationally if that's the case. <coughs> or more likely, they're just doing what appears to be obvious and doing what everyone does. And that's absolutely fine. So we can help them out of that. The point is, we don't let people do it. Okay, it's not the thing to do. So go back to the roots, go back to the origins, go back to what really, really matters. From there, you're good to go. Now that might just sound like a lot of and why we're so clever and why we're the best company in the world and best translation company in the world. And we are, but you're missing the real opportunity. There is a huge free prize inside to doing it the right way. This is what I like to call the normal scenario, and it's not normal, but there you go. The translation company does everything. So you've given this massive great order to a translation company and they've translated all of your stuff. The words at the heart of it, your product names, your brand terms, your search keywords, the, the primary descriptions, they're all hidden in there. No one's thought to tell you them. No one's made them very consistent, probably. And they're probably not all that good. It's not me. <laughs> the result of that is that all your future marketing <coughs> has to go through that transition. You can't get away from it. They have all the knowledge, they understand your brand, they know all your terms. And you're reliant on them for the quality, which you can probably never measure yourselves anyway until you see results. So the way it should be. You've started at the start, so you've got your key assets, your descriptions, etc., nailed down and they're perfect. You've used a specialist so you can trust them, you know that they're useful, they've been worth the money you spent on them, and that they are valuable to you. You own all of those assets. They've been given to you in a way that makes sense. They're yours. They don't live in some agency that you have no access to. You then have options. You can then go about your own marketing in the way you want to. You can appoint a web design company in that country if you want to. 
you can appoint PPC experts, you can appoint a freelance writer in that language. You are not in bed with and locked in with <coughs> a translation company or anyone else in your market. You're in charge and you have options because you know the translated content and the, the foreign language content that's at the heart of your marketing messages. Very, very valuable, much more important and a much better place to be. That's where we want to take people. So, the takeaways. <laughs> Isn't that tacky? I know. <laughs> if you have a brand, protect it during your translation process. Start with the key assets, work outwards, not the other way. Takeaway two, tacky slide again. Get empowered and equipped by the translation efforts rather than giving everything away. And that's me done. Thank you very much.